0: Clear. We are the weirdos. I oh, am God. What? I tried to warn
1: her. Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Odd's I'm your co-host, Sam Wyman, joined by...
0: I am your co-host, Jordan Cruciola.
1: And today is an emergency podcast.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, a, real, it's a real emergency recording. Um, in one of our occasions where we get to take something very of the 2000s, that has reappeared again in the 2020s for us to get to do a time spanning consideration of a property.
1: Here's the thing, friends Paramount has given us this gift. Yeah. The gift of Esther's return. Esther's behavior has
0: been so erratic. Hello, mommy. Thank you, mommy. notice some inconsistencies. I was ex- I was excited full stop when Orphan the prequel was announced. I was like, yes, of course, like this is For ridiculous. Sure. I'm in. Like this sounds like and it's like when it was like Orphan first kill prequel, Isabel Furman reprising her role and was like, okay, she did this movie at like 10, the first one. It is Twelve years, like eleven years later, I think they filmed this either in 2019 or 2020, and she's going to be playing a younger version of herself, even than she was in the 2009 original. It was like full buy-in, and is unbelievable. The that's only, gay. The, um, that is so that that's is, gay. The effort to do that and <laughs> since effort, effort is gay,
1: listen, friends, effort any amount of effort any. that's gay, and yeah. and this. Lot of effort.
0: I think that's why, like, like when I was texting you recently about just like a director being tragically underdressed on the red carpet of a uh, like a film festival premiere, and standing next to his actress who was looking fucking resplendent. His actress who
1: looked like a like straight out of a time machine, or like maybe she's just like a very vivid ghost.
0: A vivid ghost. Classic
1: Hollywood, gorgeous head to toe.
0: He's next so to a guy plain. in jeans and like it was baggy like, jeans
1: and like a t-shirt.
0: I feel like the internal. I feel like it's got to be internalized homophobia because since effort is gay, right? To be a heterosexual, you have to make as little effort as possible.
1: Honestly, that's the odds of it all. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Remember when um, that
0: is Friday the Thirteenth?
1: Remember when gay men or when when straight men tried. And then they would have to call it metrosexual. Metrosexual. Because they were so scared, Jordan.
0: They were so. Not gay. couldn't be associated.
1: Not gay. I, I, I'm i from a metropolitan area.
0: I am I am from a big city. I am big city sexual in my aesthetic. This movie said, let's go. Let's be. This movie said, let's be, said, let's be fags.
1: Yep. Absolutely. That's, that's what the movie said. Here we are take a big look <laughs> Here we are. and 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 here's what i want to tell you friends at home uh if you are if you have not seen this film uh you can watch it on paramount plus right now you don't have to go to the theaters now would i suggest it of course of course would i
0: suggest getting 20 to 40 people you know and yes. going to a theater to watch this
1: gather yes. as many friends as possible because this is a group viewing film this is not a solo watch this is how many friends can you watch this with
0: this movie, this movie sprung from Sam Weinman's movie night, is what kind of experience, viewing experience Truly. is demanded by Orphan First Kill. And also, if you haven't seen it yet, t- turn this off.
1: Yeah, you, I got to say, you, stop you right cannot, now. You
0: cannot. This cannot listen, and under no circumstances can you listen to us talk about this movie if you haven't seen this movie because we care about you.
1: You're sitting there going, "Well, fuck." Sometimes I don't listen. You know what? Go back. Go listen to the Christmas list episode, I yes. promise you, we will talk you all the way through Melody Paris, beginning yes. to end. You don't have to watch that movie. All you gotta do, give it a listen. We will we <laughs> yeah. Sit back, relax, continue your drive to work. This movie? Yep. If you're gonna buckle up for this ride, you gotta <laughs> come prepared.
0: Yeah, you, and that, and that means being as unprepared as possible basically.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't, don't waste your time talking to people about this movie until you've seen it.
0: This movie, I think would it this movie would have been a like a fun time at the movies had it played it straight and just been like Esther's back. We're going to do the exact because you read the premise on Wikipedia on anywhere. And it's the exact same thing as the first one. Esther yep. infiltrates home, lusts after dad, c- runs afoul of mom. Like it's well, the check, same check, check. thing. Yep. And I liked it so much the first time. And it's so preposterous to do it again. Give that it, it to me It would have been. It would have been an enjoyable time just to watch the amazing sleight of hand that they implement throughout the entire movie to like tilt shift Isabel Furman as a tiny child. That would have been like, you know what? They pulled that, would that have been off. Enough. But instead, like, how far into it do you think before the movie flips the table? Like, is that, is it more it is than that,
1: halfway? It's about, I think it's just barely over halfway.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: it really is like the midpoint of the film, which is so special. <laughs> And I got to say, it comes from a director who has given us the boy and also.
0: The yeah. Boy yeah. This
1: this guy knows what the fuck he's doing with a twist. Got to say, he knows how to deliver. And this movie, what's so good about this movie is nobody needed the twist. You know, no. it's the kind of twist. It's a sixth sense kind of twist, truly. And I and I and I know what I'm invoking when I say that. Yeah, I, I this twist, because the movie would have worked without it. That's what makes it so good, because it is. by not needing it, there's no need to even talk about the twist. So people don't have to be <laughs> like, "Oh, go see this." There's a twist. It's like, "No, go see this." It's a ride, girl.
0: Yeah, go see this. If you if you gave a shit about Orphan 2009 at all, get in there. I went to I went and saw the new Idris Elba movie Beast last night in a theater. Oh, how was and it? About like it's exactly as promised. It's, Great. It's Idris Elba lions attack uh, in South Africa.
1: Fantastic. Which
0: is why I was shocked when more than halfway through the people next to me got up and left and it was like i'm sorry if you were here at all i don't know why you're leaving early now like i don't know what you thought beast was gonna be but like it's on the poster it's in the trailer so this is one where it's like if you just showed up and it was just gonna do its esther thing i feel like if you're buying into that you're gonna you're gonna ride the ride anyway and be like I'm so happy to see our girl again.
1: Yeah. We're here. We're here we're staying. We're just we're just really excited. She's our friend. She's back. She's, She's... going to kill some family members.
0: Yep. And... and
1: and look really cute doing it probably.
0: So cute. So cute. And so... I what what I didn't what I could never have expected. Tell me. Walking into this movie was to watch the case for the case for resurrecting N.I.P. The case Wow, yeah. The case for you know what we got this title sitting on the shelf, nobody's nobody's clamoring for this, especially in this specific way. Nobody's even thought to ask for what we're about to give them. But like, we got an idea. We this this is the case for an executive getting a pitch that is absolutely fucking ridiculous and going, "You crazy son of a bitch, you've done it!" Like and saying
1: yes. Friend, that kind of pitch got me in the WGA. <laughs>
0: i'm saying
1: like listen
0: this is so inspiring orphan first kill is inspiring to me from an industry standpoint
1: i agree this is aspirational in terms of ip and i will also say i'm a person who hates prequels i am i'm just gonna say it i i know i will go i love franchises Mm -hmm. so i'll go to that extension but what i don't like about prequels is they remove all of the suspense because you know where it's going. and I so told, You
0: know they live! You know they live because they yeah, have to! It,
1: it's just, it's not going to be fun because it's like, okay, and so going into the, so this is what I want to say. Going into this movie, mm-hmm. I'm like, alright, so we're going to get Esther's first family, which means they can't live. Well, I guess that's that. Well, we're going to get Esther in a fucking psych ward when we open it. Okay, well, we know <laughs> she's going to break out, right? So it's yep. like, fuck. So we get this, this opening sequence that's 15 or 20 minutes long. It's almost like a little, um... Like a little Esther short film, right? And it's it like, is.
0: It's an Esther short film. It really it's like is like a, self-contained. It's a, here's what you missed on Glee.
1: Yes. For so it's like, orphan. Have you not seen any of these movies? Fine.
0: Start yeah. Start
1: here. Start here. We're gonna Start give here. you the one. We're gonna we're gonna walk you through it. Esther, a uh, very uh, well, not very old in this one because it's a prequel. Esther, an older woman, who uh,
0: yeah.
1: who She's,
0: has I think like probably thirty, thirty-two. Yeah. In the because I think in the second one she's like 35 or 36, right? Or in the first yes. one, sorry, In orphan 09. She's like 35 or 36. Yeah. And this leads us right into the 09 timeline. And there's that so line, she's probably like 32, 33.
1: He's like, because I think the brothers has at one point, like, she's a 30-year-old woman or something. Like, <laughs> I think there's a line like that. And uh, so yeah, there's a a woman who uh, because of a disorder that she has, looks like a little girl and yep. exploits that. Um, To carry out her sinister wishes yeah. Right which She's not just a grifter She also is a murderer Yeah and, and that's super fun right And so it's like When we get introduced to her We're introduced to her Through the eyes of this art teacher um, mm-hmm. Who just wants to Who just wants to help people with art
0: Just wants to help kids
1: It's her first day on the job mm-hmm. So when at, I was at going a, at, that, at,
0: at, a, at a At a At a Classically Ridiculous Sanitarium
1: Oh Yeah Oh, this there's is a, a cartoon. Patient sanitarium. That just
0: hangs out in the foyer.
1: Absolutely. There's the security <laughs> guard right next to the entrance, um, with a bunch of TVs. Uh, yeah. I think he smokes. It sounds about right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it, it's yeah. all the. And then there's the corrupt, uh, the corrupt uh, staff member who's yeah. being creepy. Gotta have mm-hmm. him. Check ginger snaps yeah. too. There he is. So yeah. we've got we got one of everything at this place. And so I'm I as a viewer, I'm like. Nothing out of the ordinary.
0: Nothing out of the ordinary here. And I'm not here.
1: disappointed because I nope. signed up for this. This is the movie I signed up for. I'm like, yep. okay, great. Here's the prequel, but here's mm-hmm. the thing: it delivers, right? Like this opening segment where she breaks out using candy that she trained one of the inmates to like attack guards. <laughs> Love yeah. that detail. It
0: is. It is. It is like a dog, tra- an attack dog trained with treats.
1: It. It's. It is so, darling, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> watching
1: watching her uh manipulate the system and earn her way out of this and watch this Yuck. poor helpless uh te- like she goes after the uh the sick staff member that awful guy by exploiting yeah. his
0: Yeah, the de- like... definitely sexual predator.
1: Yes. And then uh breaks her way out rides home with the art teacher in the back seat who by the way didn't check her back seat. really? No. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I, I mean, first thing I would have done, but fine. It's She's in yeah. Estonia. I guess you don't have to check the back seat in 2007 Estonia. It's like Estonia. day
0: two on the job or day one on the job, I yeah, guess. Yeah,
1: she's just got to get out of there. And so, <laughs> but I want to say all of that is to say it's, it, it's pretty predictable. Like Esther goes and picks her identity yeah. online and she beats the shit out of the art teacher until she dies. And it's awful. It's good Yeah, and it's awful. And so, yeah. in my opinion, by delivering in this opening segment, by really delivering the exact movie we think it is, mm-hmm. that's what sets us up. For this to go from good to great. Because when that, I saw... That-
0: and, and I will say, additionally, the ways in which the movie tricks you in certain ways to feeling like it doesn't know what it's doing. In terms of, like, just dropped plot. Like, wait, why are these characters making these choices? Why are these characters acting this way to each other? Like, this is so fucking weird. Like, these aren't real people. Like, no one would do... Guess what? That is all... That's putting a rug on the floor that just has a big fucking hole underneath it. So when you step onto that rug, you're falling straight down into hell.
1: All of that is to say I don't like prequels, but I love this prequel because I think it actually destroys any chance of any movie ever having a prequel again. Ever.
0: (laughs) This is because because they do it so well.
1: It is like it's like, oh, this is what you guys could be doing. Mm-hmm. people wake up sheeple wake up <laughs> sheeple
0: have an idea okay I mean,
1: so so I'm I am just sitting there getting my life it's Elizabeth Furman I'm just like yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here and so when she meets her new family um, she's very smart she like looks it up online and she finds this family with a missing daughter love that and she meets Julia Stiles Julia Stiles uh, uh, vanilla soy milk vanilla uh, unsweetened Julia Stiles.
0: Yes. yes, very much so.
1: I uh, Julia Stiles. She's uh, she is your pumpkin spice latte, but with one pump.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Julia Stiles yeah. is is like the uh, beige Instagram feed where everything is like that monotone color. You know what I mean? Like, or it's all yeah. or it's all yeah. It's just
0: anodyne, monochromatic, a- anodyne, like uninteresting. Rich. Like this is a rich family they're not about idiosyncrasy. Their son fences. They have a big brick, beautiful mansion. I don't know where the money comes from. Unless dad was like, a, like husband was a really famous artist for like a minute. And like, isn't so much anymore. Yeah. Because like they're, they're rich as hell. They're flying. She's flying fucking private from Moscow to the, the Northeast of the United States. Like they're on their own plane. And I was like, and she, all she seems to do is charity work, like as rich women housewives do. So, like, we don't know where the money comes from, and I with, love that they're just rich and white.
1: They're just rich. It could have been there for it could have been there for years. Could have been there for uh, generations. Generations. Yeah. Yep. And uh, my favorite line of hers is like early line, obviously, because there are some winners later. But when she's like, "It's for pediatric cancer, for Christ's sake!" Like she's on the phone with like one of her rich friends, like, "Open up your pocketbook," and I'm like. oh wow and so i'm thinking and i think i told you this the night we saw it but it's like i'm like oh okay so this is return of the home alone movie like where we're (laughs) supposed to root for in uh uh, for a rich white family who's like protecting their turf right and so i haven't seen one of those in a long time and home alone is really
0: the 90s was such an amazing time of rooting for rich people yeah like troop beverly hills that movie is about fuck the poor kids yeah, like it is. It is about screw those Culver City red feathers. Yep, troop Beverly Hills is here with a heart of gold, and they're they're gonna screw those broke kids over.
1: Absolutely, and
0: we and and in the way I think we really it's an amazing it's an amazing transition we see in the two thousands from we the last of it feels like the O C yeah And Gossip girl wealth will well oh, the O. C oh, okay, was wealth okay. will save you. Right. And Gossip, and Gossip Girl, girl was, was wealth is wealth. the vector. Yes,
1: well, yes.
0: Gossip Girl was You're right. wealth will poison everything and it will break you. And the O. C. was like, look at these benevolent rich white people. Like they do you you would be so lucky to end up in a situation like this. It's a phenomenal You're right. demonstration of the cultural shift from the Josh Schwartz TV universe.
1: And I think that seeing this, I'm like, okay, it's set in 2007. Uh, I'm rooting for rich people. All right, this is yeah. Ots. I'm like, wow, they successfully sat down and were like, paint by numbers. I'm going to make an Ots film, and so I, I, bought it. I was like, yes. So this again, this helps pave the way for the twist. So when Julius tiles, when well,
0: it's it's important to set up that like there's a there's a cop. That's a a, he was the one on the beat, because the thing about this family is, Esther is able to infiltrate this home because she goes on a database of missing children. And she finds the person she most resembles. And she's like, okay, this is going to be a way in for me. Like, there's a future here. She goes and parks herself on some bench in a park at night in, in Moscow. And a cop finds her, and, or not in, we're still in Estonia. A cop finds her and is like, sweetie, like, what are you doing out here? And she's like, I've been missing. And so, through various... Yeah, Points. Yep. Da, where da, da, are your no, mommy and daddy? I really don't know. America. Yeah. yeah America. <laughs> and so she gets herself found and is determined to be this missing girl of which Julia Stiles is the mother. And so the next we see Julia Stiles is coming nervously into a large ballroom where Esther is sitting playing a grand piano where she's like, baby. And Esther's like, mommy. And so we have can the I, reunion. We're coming back at on the you? private plane, and 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 the and the whole time, she's like nervous around Esther. In a way, it's like man, she's. She, I get you would be overwhelmed seeing your child after them being missing for I think like four years. But it's like you're being like ice cold to this child. You're like, you're like what's going on here? And along the way, there's a there's a detective, who's Wait. like he was part of the case. Yeah.
1: Well, Whatever. really quick, before we move on from that, there are two things in that scene that I just wanted to point to. One, the yep. first time we meet Julia Stiles, by the way, uh, watching her son fencing, a, a completely useless, wealthy sport. Love that. In-
0: yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but but she, when she gets the news, something happens to her face, and it's not quite excitement. The second no. thing that we see is when she's on the plane with Esther, she does something interesting that on a second viewing, when I was watching it again, I'm like, oh, this scene reads very differently to me now. When she's... She that's begins the, the show. Movie.
0: It becomes a different movie once you know everything. It's a different movie the second time. So you get two basically brand new first viewing experiences back to so back.
1: Something that's really wonderful um, about it rewarding a second viewing is when she's on the plane and she starts looking through the pictures. Instead of just reminiscing with her daughter, she's actually giving her a slideshow of information.
0: Here's your brother. <laughs>
1: and here's what he looks like. Here's your dad. Here's your grandma. And Esther mm. makes this mistake where she's like, um, oh, I can't wait to see her. And she's like. Oh, don't you remember? She's dead. Yeah. She passed away, honey. And it's yeah. like in that moment, what I thought earlier, where it's like, oh yeah. God, she fucked up and she goes in and she yeah. gets so mad in the bathroom. What That's G- not What an it. amateur. Julia Stiles was just making, she's in there making sure that she had all the information she needs to succeed in this new role. I I know we're gonna get to that and and where it drops, but I just want to point to this scene specifically because I think it is masterfully done
0: it makes the role of julia styles lifetime even more amazing with all the layers you realize you were getting in a performance up to the point where the yep. movie breaks in half again so i there's,
1: tweeted yeah. it before a career defining performance by julia styles
0: defining i i want to i wish i could shake her hand and tell her how much this means to me yeah it's because- important to know that the detective the detective is suspicious of esther he didn't right find away. the previous daughter. And he knows, like, there's something weird. And he's very not discreetly following Esther. She's, like, mom's taking her to therapy appointments. And he's, like, not even behind a bush. Just, like, taking photographs of her across the courtyard. So Esther knows somebody's on to her. Which leads up to this, like, cop is we- cop is being suspicious. He shows up at the house a couple times. Makes it clear that, like, in veiled terms, oh, there's something up here. And Esther's getting increasingly more agitated. So Esther ends up at the detective's house where she's going to obviously fix the problem she has, which is this person blowing up her whole fucking spot. And that is when the real Julia Stiles will please stand up in Orphan First Kill.
1: Julia Stiles comes out holding a gun and I'm thinking, oh shit, she's holding the gun on Esther. Yeah. And without hesitation, blows that police officer's brains out.
0: Yeah, no, no conversation, no what's going on here. Just comes in, kills that. Because, like, tensions are high between Julia Stiles and Esther. Tensions are high. This is not harmonious. So when she shows up, you're not like, oh, Mama Bear is here to protect. Yep. You're like, she's here to she's here to solve her own fucking problem. And that problem is Esther.
1: Because as those incongruencies.
0: Surprise, bitch.
1: Surprise, bitch. Yeah. I, as those incongruencies have been building up. We're thinking like, okay, Esther uh, fucked up with uh, with details here and there, and and mm-hmm. the face that she makes, we interpret as, oh, Julia Stiles is onto her con, and yeah. it's like, upon a second viewing, those faces are very clearly, oh shit, other people might be onto this con, yeah, because she reveals that that she is protecting her son, uh, for, who accidentally killed her daughter, and she didn't want to lose both of her kids. So they dropped the daughter in a well, her body was yep. never found, they said that she went missing, and mm-hmm. all of these years covered that up. Now,
0: And it, it broke, obviously, her marriage, like her, her husband has been so devastated by this, and they've never really recovered from it. So, which is why, when the opportunity does arise to capitalize on fake Esther... It is an opportunity for Julia Stiles. She it immediately is. see like, as soon as Esther, fake Esther, or fake baby, as soon as Esther is in the house and her, like, her sex life is picking up again with her husband, he's <laughs> present, he's painting again, he's inspired, and she sees immediately, like, she fucking knows she buried her own child's body. She knows this isn't right, but she's examining the effects of how this is benefiting her, and so she's like, okay, we'll have a detente. And then realizes that Esther is fucking up shit left and right. She's saying the wrong things to the therapist. She's she is putting herself on the hook for being a fraud. And Julia Stiles is like motherfucker, and she she shoots the cop and gives like before we know anything about what's going on, she just gives us this line of, my whole life is just cleaning up after my children, and you're like, what? Yep. What? my god! And then we cut to the, like, one's on a couch, one's on another couch, and they're just having a fireside chat where Julia Silas is like, so, you're a fraud. You're this, you're this, you're this, I found out about you. What the fuck? And Esther's just sitting there, trapped. She is trapped. Our mm-hmm. villain, who always is ten steps ahead of everybody else because she has an insane secret nobody else knows, she is Fucked and in the palm of Julia Stiles' hands. And we are just getting started with the second half of the movie.
1: I, I just want to add for uh, the Ots connection, again, another Ots connection. But this, uh, the plot of this movie, the secret plot of this movie, very closely resembles the conspiracy theory that was really prevalent around um, JonBenét Ramsey's murder. And so, oh God, yeah. And Jamin, so, in in the late '90s, a little girl was found dead, and a little her, a
0: little girl beauty pageant queen.
1: Yes, uh, was found dead on Christmas. It was, uh, and she, you know, was survived by there was an older brother and a mom and a dad, right? Mm-hmm. And the leading theory, right? Even now, like there was even mm-hmm. recently, especially I think, is that you know that the brother accidentally killed her and that the mother mm-hmm. covered it up. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of... T- now, I'm not saying I believe that. I'm not even saying I care about that shit.
0: Another, another why popular I bring it story up. is that it was dad. Like, it's yep. just kind of... Yeah, like, but, it's it's a bad story, guys.
1: But that said... I, I mean, it was the brother theory was inescapable on supermarket tabloids. And why mm-hmm. I bring that up is because throughout the odds, supermarket tabloids were how we got our dirty news until Perez Hilton came along. Right.
0: Yeah. And so yeah, these... they, those were celebrity blogs was. Yes. The Inquirer and us like so, Inquirer. If you were like wild weekly world news, like that kind of shit. But those were those were your your gossip blogs.
1: And when this happened in the late 90s, it was obviously real news and regular news for way longer than it needed to be. It was a full news cycle and then some, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, surf- it lived on for the next decade, week after week. I mean, you could not ring up at the grocery store without seeing a new you couldn't. People Magazine special issue. Here's more information. It didn't matter. It yep. was always popping up. Here's the anniversary. The
0: Inquirer made an entire uh I, I would imagine 40% of its business for years on end was john benay Ramsey coverage quote let's put coverage in quotes on that one yes.
1: yeah and and so it didn't matter who you were it didn't matter if you'd ever even watched the news no. you knew the story and your friends talked about it it was just mm-hmm. one of those things that was culturally it, it it's a, it's a um a really morbid pop cultural fold in the odds and mm-hmm. so i just bring that up because in being true to two thousand and seven in that timeline, even taking a story that we, even taking a story that's salacious like that, and t- and just taking just the the hint of it and putting it into the orphan, I think is really smart considering it's a period piece.
0: It is. It is a period piece, and I I I think what it, and in the way too that like watching. I think this movie does... One of the things that this movie does so well, like, the you know, you're talking about, like, the 2000s, it, and whether it was intentional or not, it, it feels so of its era. It feels so of the era that it is taking place in without hitting you over the head mm. about, like, hey, guys, look, it's low-rise jeans. Like, yes. in, like those are very fun sight gag ways to indicate like, Hey guys, we're super in the millennium now, but it's more. And I was talking to a friend of the show, Anna Bogutskaya about uh, this recently with bodies, 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 which was that one of the things we really loved about that movie. And, and Anna pointed this out to me. I hadn't even thought about it was that where so many movies incorporate social media and their commentary on it is just showing like bimbos doing Instagram live and clearly being like rude and disrespectful about like how women and girls interact with their phones instead of wearing bodies, bodies, bodies you see the proliferation of the actual effects of these relationships we have with our technology and connectivity mm. and a hyper-awareness of conversation all the time it was a movie rooted in but what do these things do to us? Right. and I think this is an interesting I think this movie does like, you know, you bring into that I think it's an interesting lens through which to consider it when you're talking about that kind of tabloid culture it feels, this movie feels trashy like tabloid culture. Yes. Extremely intentionally. And like in the most, this is the highest art version of of lowbrow that I've seen this year. And that, that is in a year where I think high lowbrow combos have been thriving coming out of A24. I think we have, I, I think, I think there's a hunger for things like that. And I, this movie just hits such an amazing sweet spot of having the courage of its convictions to follow through on the crazy fucking hairpin turns. It never takes its foot off the gas. It doesn't matter how sharp the next curve is.
1: I, I love looking at it like that. Uh, the comparison to tabloid culture, by the way. Because it does... Uh, you know, when I show up to a movie that like this... That makes
0: a ton of sense.
1: I'm I'm hoping... I'm hoping for something seedy. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. want, I want to, I want to. Yeah. I'm not showing up to the orphan for the same thing I show up to Nope for. You know no, what I mean?
0: Oh no.
1: I'm showing up to the orphan for like um, a wife's nightmare, our favorite, one of our favorite lifetime movies, but with blood. A
0: fucking this movie. This is this is this is a wife's, a wife's nightmare.
1: nightmare. This, yeah,
0: this is part of the wife's nightmare cinematic universe. This
1: is this is the uh, the yeah the WNCU.
0: <laughs> if you will. Shouts out to you, Vivian Vaughn. Thank you so much for light, bringing light to our lives.
1: And I remember, you know, in at this midpoint of the film, I'm sitting there thinking, where the fuck are they going to go from here? Because I mean, As we
0: it, are literally clutching onto each other in shock at what we have. The theater is buzzing. People around like, us. It
1: takes 10 minutes for people to quiet down. To like, calm it, down. It is multiple scenes before people are like <laughs> yeah. over this. People are t- people have to talk about it. They, and they're laughing at every little like reveal now where it's like,
0: oh, yep. yeah.
1: Like when mom because goes and Julia talks Stiles, to the sun.
0: Julia Stiles gets to take this performance to the fucking moon.
1: Yeah. After Did you this think, reveal. You thought this was a vanilla steamer, friend? You thought this was your chamomile tea? Mm-mm. Yeah. Julia <laughs> Stiles is here to spike that punch. She yeah.
0: she shows Julia up. Julia Stiles is a bottle of fucking Everclear.
1: She's here to get spicy. at this point all the little things that we've seen her do the way that she just kind of like as soon as esther gets off the plane she's like fixing her appearance and you're like oh this is the kind of mom she is
0: well yeah, you're like oh she was gonna turn this daughter into a paranoid extension of her own neuroses with how obsessed she is with like her look and her touch and you're like she's a bad fucking mom because she is gonna micromanage this girl into oblivion and then you're like in fact you have been artfully lied to for 45 minutes.
1: So she's sitting there like coming up with a game plan because of course she already has one, but now she's just kind of sh- share it with Esther. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, Hey, everybody expects you to be tragic, but that's not what we're going to do here. And she's yeah. like, so you can paint. What else yeah. do you do?
0: Mm-hmm. And then your it favorite, cuts. Your, let's make your favorite color should be pink. Your favorite color is pink now. And watching her have every ounce of leverage over esther and how the character is and how julia Stiles just feels like she is delighting so much in this performance while isabel Furman is doing such an amazing job being looking like a petty pissed off teenager and how her mom has all the power over her
1: it's it's pretty spectacular because it's like here's a villain that we've been rooting against for so long right but she is she's meeting another villain (laughs) and and what the film does that i think is so brilliant that allows us to really root for Esther is she gives Esther a friend. They give Esther a friend. Yeah. So, in the form of a mouse that lives in her wall that Esther feeds.
0: Does this is EG? Because, like, when she meets that mouse, when she meets Remy the mouse,
1: uh-huh. you're like, that mouse is a goner. Fucking,
0: she's going to fucking poison. Like, we expect to meet this mouse so we can see just how truly evil Esther is uh-huh. because she's going to kill animals.
1: The way she holds it, fuck I'm like, you. she's going to snap that that mouse's neck.
0: Yeah. Fuck you and your assumptions, audience. Fuck Mm-mm. you for that.
1: Yep. Because not only is that mouse going to be her friend, but that's going to be the reason we can root against Julia Styles completely. Yep. Because Julia Stiles puts some shit in Esther's macaroni and cheese to make her fall asleep. hmm Esther doesn't eat it. She brings it upstairs and the mouse eats it. And the mouse is dead in the morning when she needs yeah. her friend the most. <laughs>
0: And it is like, what what we know, of, what we've seen Esther do is take care of a mouse. What we know Julia Stiles has done is cover up the murder of her own littlest child. Uh-huh. So you're like, mm, actually, you are the big bad, Julia Stiles. It's not Esther. Esther's out here being a survivalist. I, she might have killed her family. But that's in the past. I choose right. She
1: might have killed this innocent art teacher. But listen, that was yep. the first act, people. You got to yeah, wake and
0: up. She doesn't know that our teacher from Adam. This woman killed her own fucking kid and yeah. was like, I'm going to participate in this. <laughs> she doesn't
1: That's own I'm her art teacher from Adam.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she, she fucking doesn't. Oh, this my God. the street to her. But Esther was like, this is my friend. Yes. And I'm now even more pissed off than I was before because you hurt my friend. And at, that is an incredibly surprising piece of motivation yes. for our little out of her mind Esther
1: so when Esther so the next morning Esther's like made you a shake mommy <laughs> yeah. right because her because Julia Stiles has this like green smoothie in the morning and she's like that's yeah. okay mommy likes yeah. to make it herself <laughs> and her husband's like hey come on just try it totally. so she takes a sip, and it's like, mm, good. And then goes to, the, like, a, like a, just being a total bitch, goes to the sink and dumps it out. And when she dumps it out, she sees the body of the dead mouse Whole and wretches.
0: Yep. Yep. Just,
1: and then mm-hmm. shoves it down the garbage disposal in what is one of the most awful, gross scenes. Oh. I mean, you thought it, that was it, you're already like, bad.
0: We're going to cut away. We're going to cut away. We're not. Guess what? We don't cut away.
1: Mm-mm. You're going to feel real sick, too. You're going to feel like you ate that. <laughs> that rat <laughs> so it's a. It uh, at that point then it's like oh this is what the movie's gonna be it's feud this is ryan murphy's feud it's
0: feud now it is feud that's the thing once the masks are off yep. this is two evil bitches yes taking shots at each other love it oh my god we got an orphan movie that turned into two bad bitches yes trading punches Or you can't like and the movie is watching a movie be liberated from taste from good taste to just be completely free to have fun is such a privileged experience. I was having the time of my life
1: because Esther can't leave. Right. Because she's in this situation where they're like. Hey, you can't leave cuz we'll rat you out. So they are exploiting her for their own benefit, but also And because she's
0: Esther, she wants to fuck that dad.
1: And they can't lose, they can't lose twi- a kid twice. And yeah. so I love that because they both have so much to lose here. And mm-hmm. and so it allows for them to be fucking terrible to each other.
0: Fucking terrible, and this movie really nails the privileged evil son of the, the evil son of privilege like the brother like he's he has a kind of awkward starting relationship with her because you're like yeah it must be weird that she's back and then you realize he murdered his fucking kid sister oh, and yeah. he just gets like more awful and he's so entitled and he's so spoiled and he's such a mama's boy bitch he is so hateable. It makes this movie even more fun, especially when we're finally treated to a scene where it's just the three of them together, oh and we God. just get to watch them hating each other.
1: Absolutely, and then comes a part where I, I think you and I can both agree this may be our favorite line. But leading up to this line, Julia Stiles is is pretty on to Esther <laughs> wanting to fuck her husband, and so <laughs> and so she when she's making fun of her, she's like. What are you going to be, what are you going to say to him? Like, surprise, I'm not your daughter, I'm a mutant grifter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, in, in, listen, in the yachts that shit would have flown, like, been okay. Definitely not okay now. Oh does it my work God. because it's 2007? It does.
0: It is, this movie's, this movie's, um, tension with decency never lets up.
1: But that is not the line that is our favorite line.
0: No, it's It's because Esther and dad has really bonded over painting. So she's spending a lot of time in his studio with him these days.
1: So following that line, what does she say?
0: (laughs) She She is about she's 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 dressed Esther down and she she's going to make a fucking exit line. She needs to drop the hammer on Esther as she's going to leave this room.
1: If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go upstairs and fuck my husband. I'll wait, yeah, no, recover, <laughs> recover
0: guys, You guys, the, I mean, the, the mustard that Julia Stiles puts on this line delivery It's like she's been waiting her whole life to get to be this way on screen She's I, been waiting her whole life to be a cunty person in a movie
1: For everybody who still hasn't let go of Toni Collette no, when not getting nominated for Hereditary I, I hope I hear you out there Yeah <laughs> begging for a nomination for this line okay (laughs) because that is a perfect execution
0: i am gonna go upstairs and fuck my husband like just and esther every time esther gets hit with something like that from her the way she has to just marinate in it because she's right oh yeah because mom's right she has nothing to fucking say to her she has no control it's like do you want like i i could kill you or i could just turn you out on your ass and you'd be fucked so what are you gonna do about it? Like, short of killing us all, which I'm also willing to kill you, they do need each other. So watching this codependency in the midst of an incredible, soon-to-be-murderous feud is, is as they say, delicious. It is deli- When I, I did a, I moderated a Q&A once for Little Women, and it was a lovely time. And I walked out and I saw a man in the elevator And he looked like Slash Like a tiny petite Slash from Guns N' Roses And uh, I asked I was like so what would you think of the movie And he just fired off Fired off right back to me That movie was delicious and I can't wait for seconds That's how I feel about Orphan First Kill This movie is delicious and I can't wait for seconds
1: It's so funny you say that When I was doing the intro I'm like I think I want to use the word delicious <laughs> I swear yes. to God, because that is what this yes. movie is. It's what eat, it is. eat up. Because whatever yeah. Julia Stiles is serving, I'm, I'm showing up for. And also, it uh, is of the course, it's the meme of, of the
0: woman holding another woman by her hair and forcibly pouring liquid into her mouth. And that's just Julia Stiles pouring her own performance into your mouth, and you're going to like it.
1: I also want to add that the brother and her have a similar kind of conversation, but it goes a little differently. And I really <laughs> like this variation on it because mm. he's like the brother tries to bully Esther and he's just like, you're going to do what we say or I'm going to fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. Just like I did my sister. Right. And so, and she like.
0: And that death is starting to feel a lot less accidental by the passing minute, guys.
1: <laughs> right. I, basically, when she pushes him, he's like, do it again and I'll kill you. And she slaps him again. I love it. (laughs) She's like, I don't give a fuck. But then that's when he's like, no, but really, Mm -hmm. who's who are they going to believe me like this white guy privilege or an immigrant grifter An
0: immigrant grifter. The way
1: he uses the word immigrant, it's like, Uh oh, wow, this power dynamic is real. And and she really is stuck.
0: You know what the you know what's crazy about this movie is that it could be like one episode of Riverdale that they would like never revisit again. Like it would be yes. it would be like a max two episode arc on Riverdale and no one would ever talk about it again or acknowledge the scope of how bizarre it was. It would just be another thing that happened to Archie.
1: Friend, I want Riverdale but Orphan. <laughs> Give me a full me- series
0: and let it be like a real let it be a real network TV series where it is 26 episodes a season so you are scraping the barrel by the end of it for new fucking ideas like Pretty yeah. Little Liars like one of the great shows of our time original Pretty Little Liars that just like in the exit interview when the show was ending the cast was asked on many occasions on and in big interviews that they were doing about like so what about this plot hole what about this drop plot point and they uniformly would just say, like, you guys, twenty-four episodes is a lot, you know? You gotta fuck kinda come up with something. Like, they yeah. straight up were just like, listen, we had time to fill. So what did you want us to fucking do? I wanna I wanna see this I wanna see this character with time to fill. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I I'd wanna see Just like give it to me until the well runs dry. Yeah. Just to see.
1: Give it to me like it's drag race. You know what I mean? (laughs)
0: Like
1: give it to me like I'll never get sick. (laughs) That's what I want. And at this uh, towards the end of the film, something I enjoy about the turn is as things continue to escalate, the dad just continues to be this like loving oasis. Just, like...
0: You really... He's another one where you're, like, you're waiting for the turn. Yeah. you're waiting for it to be, like, oh, he's gonna... He's gonna want to fuck her, too. Like... Totally. And then it's just, like, he's just always the hero. He's just always a good guy.
1: Just a good dude.
0: Yeah. He's the only person who's not lying in this movie. And he thinks everybody's above board. Like, this is a decent, trusting man.
1: And everything about that character... It's done so well because, you know what I didn't need was another dad who's, like, being a little bit creepy.
0: No. Didn't need no. it. And, and
1: I didn't get it at all. His love for her was so pure. And he yeah. just believed in her. And I thought yeah. that was really beautiful.
0: It's when? really... It was really... It added such the perfect, like, thing for you to hold on to. In other words, it's fun sometimes when everybody's an asshole. Yeah. But, like, it allows you to love the bitchiness happening among our bad characters yes so much more i think because you're like god this guy doesn't even know what's fucking going on right now oh no like you're really hoping he comes out of this okay because he's just like a good man (laughs)
1: yeah totally i mean it's just i it makes the i want to do one more thing before i skip to the end actually but it makes the ending scene with him really something that makes me care about uh the Mm. way that it ends because this is a film that has a very obviously predictable ending. Like I said, we go into it knowing these people are not going to make it out. So I think that detail really helps me care about the ending. Cause it's like, well, is he Mm going to make it out? Maybe like, is, is there one person? So this brings me to my favorite, just like image in the movie. Mm -hmm. It's when uh, we get to the, when we get to the train station and dad's going Mm -hmm. away on a trip. (laughs) Yeah. And Esther tries to push mom and brother into a train
0: yeah uh, she she wants to throw him onto the fucking tracks
1: followed by julia stiles delivery you think he can fucking kill me
0: yeah. <laughs> because again at this point we are fully settled into the tom and jerry aspect oh, of this yeah. movie which is just people putting bombs in front of each other and watching them explode
1: you think you can fucking kill me grabs her little girl by the hair, not a little girl, 30-year-old woman. And (laughs) when Esther gets away, she takes the keys to the SUV. It becomes a
0: madcap chase through a train station corridor. Yes. It is, the visual of it, if you're an onlooker, is just watching a mom and her teenage son wrestle and chase a 10-year-old girl around a train station.
1: Yes. And so when she gets into this car, Esther... Just being just just being a full icon. Takes out sunglasses, lights a cigarette, and drives.
0: And she's playing like a, I forget what specifically maniac. song it is, but it's like it's it's she's a maniac made like this movie was like, you know what we're gonna pay for in this spot? Yep. We're gonna pay for this song. We're gonna pay for this needle drop because we need you to have the full tableau. Guys, we're of gonna riding high.
1: We're going to cut back somewhere else because we need that $80,000 to play this song right here. And guess what? They were right. They were right. They were fucking right. That is a perfect moment. A perfect moment.
0: It is. And it's even, it like, it takes it to that next orphan level. Because as she's, like, putting on lipstick and putting on her shades and smoking in the car, she's also still a tiny person mm-hmm. who, like, would need a high chair to look like needs a booster seat to look up over the steering wheel. So it's not just like seeing Isabel Furman being a bad bitch in the seat of this car because she it's pulled It's watching one over a little girl mom.
1: be a bad it's bitch. It's watching
0: a child <laughs> cosplay a femme fatale.
1: Incredible. I mean, until honestly, until she
0: gets fucking pulled over and a police officer is thinking, "I just pulled over a ten-year-old girl who smashed and grabbed a car and ran."
1: To me, it's a full Bugs Bunny moment.
0: It is full Bugs Bunny.
1: Full I, Bugs Bunny. It, it, and, and at that point, I was like, it doesn't matter but how bugs this movie ends. tricking the
0: abominable snowman.
1: Yes. I don't give a fuck how, where this goes at this point. I'm like, the no. movie has won me over. Uh, yep. The, I'm going to go upstairs and fuck my husband. You think he can fucking <laughs> kill me? Bugs Bunny. Sold. Bugs
0: there it is. Bugs Bunny.
1: That's it. You've checked all of Sam Wyman's boxes.
0: Yep, there it and is. And
1: yet, when the police pull Esther over with her cigarette still wet i love it i love it so much when the police pull esther over and she's just like was i speeding officer (laughs) (laughs) and and she gets back that's where we hit the climax of the film because basically Mm -hmm. as soon as she's back like mom and brother like you know what (laughs) we got to take care of this problem
0: yeah like we're gonna have to just explain to dad that she's dead again like this is this this is untenable this is untenable and julia styles is like well killer and he's like wait me really because he's a piece of shit yeah and he can't do anything on his own and thankfully uh his rapier uh does end up being a weapon he chooses to pursue (laughs) his sister with because it gets broken and turns into a shard of metal atop the, atop the handle. But like, and then we get, you know, the full chase around the house, a hand to hand combat scene between Julia Stiles and Isabel Furman and the tiny stunt person who plays Isabel Furman. She is literally picking her tiny ass up and throwing her around the kitchen. Like the ways in which this movie continues to pay off its visual Promise of like, we're gonna deliver you some crazy stuff just based on the sheer geometry of sizes in this movie. We're going cats, man. We're going cats with the scale in this movie. Yeah. And it's just, this is a little body being tossed around by its alleged mother. I mean, it is, I don't know. I don't, is this, if camp existed, would this be camp, Sam?
1: If camp was real, this would be camp. But as we all know, as we all know, camp doesn't exist.
0: Camp doesn't exist. We all, oh, if, and fine. if it does,
1: we all have it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
0: the only person who knows what camp is is Esther.
1: And maybe Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a safe bet. And, <laughs> yeah, those
0: two together. <laughs> Esther at the Met Gala twenty twenty three.
1: Oh, oh my God! How about just an Esther theme Met Gala? <laughs> that that's some reporting I would look up. And <laughs> so
0: invite Peter Sarsgaard.
1: Oh, please. And and so my, <laughs> I think my favorite thing about the brother versus esther is just that he's not good at it no because they open they they make such an effort to open on him fencing and and showing that he's a he's a fencing champion he's and a all this shit. champion man and what i love is that his skill that he has spent his whole life developing is utterly useless completely when he needs to fight yeah useless that what a speaking of delicious what a delicious yeah. detail
0: and then getting to watch getting to watch the Julia Stiles character like have to cope with the like loss of her the the only thing she cares about in the world perhaps which is her son who she's covered up murder for. Uh, that is then it just ramps up how rabid everything else is going to be. And that brings us to the amazing rooftop moment with dad in yes. the very final in the almost final moments of this movie where he has like there's a chase on the rooftop dad's there mom, yep. like, mom gets up there he's got two of them hanging off the edge of a rooftop and they're both, and she, and mom's like, she's not who she says. She's just pleading for her life. Esther's like, daddy, 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 daddy. And then they both lose their grips.
1: I, I just wanted to add before we finish it. Yes. That this building is on fire. And if you were wondering where the $80,000 from Maniac got pulled from, it's the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like It's yeah. like You know You can't do CGI fire It just doesn't work And it, if you can It's not It's not that You gotta have a MC, it, yeah You gotta you have can, a, Marvel a Marvel budget Marvel movie. Yeah. yeah
0: You gotta be a Marvel movie You gotta be Pixar um, But I don't even care it, like, I'm
1: in that climax I'm squinting my eyes Because you know what Orphan First Kill Biggest fan You guys did it You did it So you want that building on fire I mean it's fine Because either way They're gonna fall off the roof Did it need it Yes, because in the aughts, all we have is excess on excess. So sure, so sure. Commit to that fire. So, anyways, they both lose their grip, and mm-hmm. who does Dad catch?
0: The little defenseless girl. He's got to save his little girl. He can't He's lose save her his again. His little girl. So mom, mom falls to her death, and we like don't we like fully see the splatter on impact, like her brain's yeah. exploding out of the top of her we head. We see, yeah.
1: and we get to see the look on her face when she realizes that she didn't get chosen. Yep. That, that's another delicious detail.
0: <laughs> yep. Yet another one. Yet another one. And then dad discovers uh, mo- moments later, seconds, fractions of a second later, um, like Esther's like f- flippers come off, like her false fronts uh, on her yeah, teeth. Yeah, like like it's and- an
1: episode of Hannah Montana and they had to call cut. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Just I flip her and right so out. And so
0: dad's like, wait, something's wrong. And then she pushes him off the roof.
1: Yeah, but doesn't he start to lose his balance?
0: Yeah, and then she just... And
1: she's (laughs) just like, you know what?
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's like, I do want to fuck fuck you, but you're not worth this trouble.
1: There are other dads. And as we know, there are other dads There are other
0: dads.
1: (laughs) Not the first, not going to be the last.
0: No, there are other dads who are willing to cheat on their wives. Not this good man.
1: Not this one. Yeah, send him into the fire. Send him off the edge. Like yep it's not gonna Tuts? work out that's Tuts it So let's throw them in the fire yeah i i gotta say real satisfied at that point like i'm like Extreme. i walking out of that moment it's like hey guys make 10 of these <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, dear paramount make just keep making them i don't give a fuck get that team back and make them again and again i don't want other people to make them i want that team to make them because they William, did it right William
0: Brent Bell director William Brent Bell and writer David Coggeshaw wow the dream team wow they I, as far as I'm concerned
1: I mean look if if they're if the two of them are like okay that was it I really spent my load but I don't think so
0: and they're not they've been we, like guys two... you gotta turn out if you want like we wanna keep this up
1: wait really so like oh yeah. my god I love that
0: you know I... they're ready to. they're ready to okay. go okay good and you know what? Prequel me again. Give me, give me oh my God, Julia yeah. Styles five years okay. older than she is now, playing herself in college.
1: I want the fucking Julia. I want the Julia Childs. I want the Julia <laughs> Styles spinoff. I want to to save the last mom. I I
0: would take I would take the Rashomon version of Orphan First Kill, where we're just in mom POV the entire time. I'll take it. Yeah.
1: I want to see. I just want to see her do some other dark shit. I love that character and I want her back.
0: Suddenly, I hope anybody writing an unhinged genre script is going out to Julia Stiles today.
1: I know we saw her head splat, but listen, maybe she landed on a very tiny trampoline that we couldn't see. (laughs) And in the next movie, she has to hunt down Esther. (laughs)
0: I'll take it.
1: I'll take it. You you tell me, listen, if if that if that team was like somebody did a spell and brought Julia Styles back to life. Yeah. And the next yeah. the next orphan is supernatural, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Is the next orphan a musical? <laughs> I I pre-ordered my ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. Orphan in space, I'm there. Give me yeah. give me more. Give it to me right away. I don't want to yeah. wait. And I, I don't, don't care if Elizabeth or if Isabel Furman is 60. I wanted to play the Orphan no, Forever. It and
0: just gets better if, if the more at Benjamin buttons.
1: I can't believe it took me this long to say it, but as a filmmaker, I am in awe of how well they did practically, how well they made Esther believably small. It's
0: incredible. They, it's without incredible. Without
1: even there were there are scenes, friends. This was all
0: done in camera. This was all done in camera.
1: There are scenes where we're watching her in close. The camera like pans away, and then it pans back, and it's a, a child running with a wig down a yeah. hallway. <laughs> then it pans yeah. away, pans away, pans back, pans backwards. We're looking at oh, Isabel again. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it is so seamless, so yep. well done. I mean, it, it is, is
0: movie magic. It
1: is a feat in filmmaking.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank it is. God. I mean, this movie knows to ta- knows to tail. Yeah, it hit it. it, it, it clean it cleared the bases like this was a grand slam of a movie and it gives us something that i will miss forever about what we had in the 2000s which is that uh, maximalism in absurdity yes like it was something give me more yep something that was so normal uh is now something we just get little little glimpses of here and there and you get you know you get a have a panic attack on Twitter about malignant because you're just so excited that a movie's giving you a yes and and because it's so rare to get those morsels like that mm-hmm. and Orphan First Kill is one of those yes and movies that you just feel like only gets made by the grace of God now because yes. it's, just not, it's just not what we do anymore and it feels, it reminds me so much of the 2000s in that way. The thing that I miss miss most without qualification about the 2000s is that
1: I'm gonna agree with you, friend. I just, I, I. This movie takes us right back to it. So, keep them up, friends.
0: Yep. Keep Get it out up there. Patronize and, and, it however you can. And
1: and and, audience out there, and and the three of you that are still listening, even though you didn't see it, go see it. Mm-hmm. Go see it. Play, stream it on, stream it on the app. Let it, mm-hmm. let it play on a loop. Do one of those. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, let them know. Let them this know it, that you watched it. One day at
0: a time. Push like. If you're stay in line, if you're still in line, stay in line, like yes. keep streaming.
1: Yes. So, uh, friend, I, I gotta say, I'm so happy we got to cover this together. I'm so glad I had an excuse to watch it more than once. And I'm so glad that the first time I saw it was with you. I can't think of a better so, person to see it. Because it almost
0: wasn't it, like it, it was gonna be, and then it wasn't. And then it was like, oh, we actually have this window where we can see this together. And it was divinely ordained.
1: I, uh, there's no, there's no better way to watch it. Um, except to watch it so friends i mean because you can't watch it with you just have to watch it anyway. so don't listen to me it. but but there's no better way for me to watch it
0: yeah. <laughs> thank you orphan first kill uh for bringing us back for making it helping us travel back in time in the best way
1: yes and thank you julia Stiles, for uh for being the most inspirational woman in a horror movie in 2022 in
0: 2022 best of
1: Mwah. Mm.